Discover the leader in you with Dr. Jason Carson. Former New England Patriot turned PhD, Dr. Jason brings a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the NFL Players Association, and the White House, each week, Dr. Jason will prescribe empowering, motivational, life-changing medicine for your soul. It's time to discover the leader in you. Now, here's Dr. Jason. All right, everybody. Well, welcome to another edition of Discover the Leader in You. And I think you're going to be excited today. We're going to have a a great guest on today, and we're going to be talking about faith in the workplace. And specifically, can you really integrate, you know, faith in the workplace? And if so, what will that look like? What are some of the advantages and disadvantages of that? So excited about that. And when we come back, we'll actually introduce our guests. But I just wanted to remind everybody that if you will go to jasoncarthen.com, we actually have a free gift for you. If you log in and take a look, we have uh, three free success videos that we want to provide to you to really give you a roadmap for not only living uh, your destiny on purpose, but how you can effectively lead in uh, your respective areas of influence. So that's something that we always want to do. We always want to make sure we're equipping you and providing that stand in the gap sort of resource for you. So make sure you take a look and we'll remind you again a little bit later on, but we definitely want you to achieve your personal best as you go forward. Now, on the phone with us, we have Mr. Jeff Ayton, and we're going to share a little bit of his background. He is the area director of Ohio and surrounding states for Bill Glass Behind the Walls Prison Ministry. And I know for a fact that Jeff is a very busy man. (laughs) We'll unpack that a little bit more. But for right now, we just want to welcome Jeff to the show. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well this morning, although the snow was a little bit of a surprise. I didn't watch the weather and woke up to yet more snow in Cleveland, Ohio area. Yes. Well, Jeff, I I tell you what, it's been kind of interesting. I did the same thing. And It's not just a little bit of snow either. It's quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And Cleveland never disappoints. It it seems like uh, when we think we're going to have a little warm-up, the snow comes back. So, well, thank you for agreeing to be on the show today. Uh, I think our listeners need to hear a little bit of how you integrate faith in the workplace and specifically how you're doing that with the prison ministry. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, tell us also how you're integrating that faith with Bill Glass Ministries? Well, first a little bit about myself. Um, I am married to Stephanie uh, going on 20 years, and we have six children. Our oldest is 16, our youngest is two, and we have just been uh, blessed. Um, You'll probably hear me say this a couple times. It really is all about the family. I mean, that is my main mission. Uh, My wife, Stephanie, has been um, homeschooling our kids uh, for about 10 years now, and my oldest uh, is involved in a homeschooling co-op, so he has different teachers uh, for and testing and things like that outside the home, but she still homeschools. And so we've been blessed that in the last 16 and a half years, my wife has been a stay-at-home mom. So with that being said, um, I have to provide for a family of eight. 
Wow. So I do have to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Let me, I, I need to pause you there for a second. You said a family of eight. Jeff, how do you do it? How do you do that? Well, you know, and you'll you'll probably be, uh, or your listeners will probably really be asking themselves that question as well once I let them know that I actually hold three positions. As you mentioned, um, I'm involved as the area director for Bill Glass uh, Behind the Walls Prison Ministry. Um, full-time, I am the marketing director and director of outside sales for Chick-fil-A of Macedonia, Ohio. And in addition to that, and you know, most people would uh, know this is my calling and probably should have been number one, is I also pastor a church, uh, Christ Community Fellowship in Twinsburg, Ohio. So I have these, uh, you know, somebody said, boy, you know, when I said I've got three balls in the air, I'm juggling, they said, I don't think they're balls, I think they're chainsaws. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I tell you what, Jeff, I think you're probably right, whoever said that, you know, because that's, those are a lot of responsibilities, and If, if I'm not mistaken, e- mistaken, each one deals with a level of faith in their respective areas. They sure do. And, um, you know, just to, just to back up a little bit because of uh, you know, the faith in the workplace is what we really want to get at. Um, I've had a uh, career in outside sales for over 30 years. Um, that has been in printing and packaging and advertising specialties. Um, but I can think back when... I was a corrugated packaging salesperson for a local company, and I did everything I could to integrate my faith in the workplace. I, I had um, you know, some of those in management uh, joining me in Bible study, tried to just you know, show um, Christ-like love to all those in the workplace, and I wanted to just bring out you know, two things, and just to really encouraging, to encourage our listeners um, that are, you know, wondering how can they integrate this faith in the world workplace. And I know all country, uh, all companies are different. And so, um, one of the things I remember is when I left this particular company, I, I got another position, and I kind of moved on. And I, I felt like it was God telling me, it, you know, it's time to go. Um, there were there were some people out in the warehouse. I was in outside sales. I, the company kind of put the salesman up on a pedestal. But, you know, the, the backbone of our, our company were those in the warehouse, those that were pulling the orders, those that were delivering the orders. And so I befriended everybody in that company. And there was one gentleman in the warehouse that I really barely knew other than, you know, we knew each other's names. But, you know, he had, um, you know, I just, got so emotional when I told him that I was leaving that he actually cried and you know I've I heard him say and others say you know you're one of the only ones um, in the company that really gave us respect and so that is one thing that we can all do no matter what our circumstances are at at work is just to show Christ's love just show that genuine love and respect for others in the workplace um, the, the other thing I tell you that I realized the impact that I had on the company, you know, years ago, um, you know, there weren't as many women in the workplace, and so it was pretty balanced. And one day I walked into the kitchen, and there was a group of about seven women having a conversation, and, you know, I, I heard uh, some four-letter words that just wow. kind of bothered me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it used to, years ago, maybe you didn't, there weren't women in the workplace, and there weren't women talking like that. 
And as I walked in the room, here I am, a, you know, a, a male walking into a group of females. They stopped and they apologized to me for their language. Mm. You know, so you can have, like I said, if you have that Christian impact or um, you know, sharing your faith with people in little ways. Um, one of those women in the group, I was able to take the lunch once and, and witness to, and um, I can't say that she came to the Lord that day, but you know, one of her questions was, you know, what about my family? What about my kids? And I said, well, you know, this is an opportunity for you to give your life to Christ so that you can share Christ with them, you know, right. and no matter what happens to you, you know where you're going to go. You have that hope of eternal life. And um, I remember about a month later, it was Monday morning, and she came running down the hallway toward me, and she said, guess what I did this weekend? You know, and, and then she answered and said, I gave my life to Christ. So I was the first person that she told at work. So, you know, I knew that God was using me to impact those in the workplace. Wow, Jeff, that is that is a great testimony right there. And you talk about a couple of things there I just want to touch on. When you, when you talk about the whole issue of respect, you know, people will see that thing in you and they'll wonder what it is. You know, how yeah. is it that Jeff is different in that way? And, and a lot of times people want what you may have. They don't know what it is necessarily, but they do understand, wow, this is a person that, you know, should be respected in that way. And and for those uh, young ladies to respond to you that way and to apologize, I think it's just powerful. It's a it's a testament to, you know, what God does in our lives and how he changes us in that way. So so this is this is interesting, Jeff. You are you're doing all these things. We're going to switch gears here for a second. Sure. You're doing all these things. And I need to know, what does your wife think about all of this? Because you are a busy man. Well, I, first of all, I, I know that she feels as blessed as, as I do for being at home, for being able to be, you know, with our children in the home. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's more 24-7 for her than it is for me mm-hmm. because I'm outside the home working. But uh, I try to incorporate the family. When I say it really is all about the family, I mean, that is the reason, um, you know, right now the, um, the church I pastor um, – doesn't pay me a salary. I get a housing expense. Um, even the prison ministry, I get a stipend that I'm have you know to work um, at a company like Chick Fil A that that can you know pay me a regular wage um, just to make ends meet to pay our bills. But I I try to um, sort of incorporate the family you know in those positions to whereas my family is very involved in the church with me. Um, Stephanie actually you know leads our education department and. She's on the finance team and some other things. Um, one of my my uh, oldest daughter helps me with the PowerPoint. My oldest son helps me on the soundboard. I've got one son that is kind of a regular, you know, usher taking the offering. So, um, you know, they're incorporated in that as well as um, the prison ministry. When I go on prison ministry trips, um, I've been, uh, Lord has blessed me to visit over 70 um, prisons, jails, and juvenile facilities in 12 states. Um, we make it a road trip. We make it a family road trip. And, you know, what's interesting, uh, Dr. Carthen, is, you know, when, when uh, I take them with me, if I give them a, a one- or two-night hotel stay with a pool, they think they're on vacation. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's no different than going to work in the morning. You know, I leave right. the house, go do my work. Well, I go into the prisons, and when I get out, we have dinner together, maybe a late swim. But I, 
I get them excited about these uh, prison ministry trips that I go on. And then even with the, the Chick-fil-A restaurant, my oldest uh, is employed there. My wife has been employed doing some small jobs like inventory for us. And, of course, my kids, and as most kids do, just love to eat at Chick-fil-A. Yes. And so I am, as a um, director of outside sales and marketing, I'm also over all of the events that Chick-fil-A has. And we have quite a few um, on the schedule. And so... Many of the events, my kids are there just because they want to eat Chick-fil-A. They, they want to see, you know, what Dad is doing. <laughs> and so, you know, I incorporate the family in all that I do, so it doesn't just seem like, boy, Dad's got three jobs and I never see him. Wow. Jeff, that is, you are to be commended. I, I think that's great. Um, I tell you what, since you are able to actually have everyone be a part, uh, you're dead on. It's almost like, you know, they don't, they don't have to be away from you. They can actually be a part of everything that you're doing to impact lives. I think that is great. And, you know, I think Stephanie is to be commended as well. So that's truly a blessing. You know, it really is because, you know, we, we see it in the uh, media all the time, just how families are fragmenting. And it seems like uh, you're being very intentional in making sure that your family is a part of all that you do. So that's great. That is great. Well, let me pause here for a second. I just want to uh, direct our listeners to uh, our blog. It's just a a brief uh, pause here for a second. If you have not been to uh, com, please uh, take a look there. Uh, We will actually have uh, this show posted right on our blog, and we'll also have some other things there uh, for you as well. We have a lot of our learning resources uh, posted right on the blog at drjasoncarthen.com. And then we also have uh, videos as well for you to take a look at if you've ever had questions about things like uh, transformational leadership or how to develop uh, your followers. Uh, take a look at the blog. We have a lot of great uh, resources there for you. So now, Jeff, getting back to uh, faith in the workplace, I want to ask you some questions here. Kind of put you on the uh, spot, but in your pastoral role, I think you probably have some wisdom for us there. Do you see the value of potentially discussing your faith in the workplace? Do you think that's a positive thing? You know, absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's a, it really is amazing if you allow the Holy Spirit to work and go before you. Um, I can remember um, going to the parking lot um, with one of my coworkers that I had just met. He was fairly new on the job, and um, part of my uh, teaching, and I have led this course, there's a great uh, course out there um, by uh, Bill Fay that most people may be familiar with, maybe not, but it's called, um, uh, you know, uh, I've drawn a blank on the name here. Um, That's okay. Uh, share Jesus without fear, mm. and so there is a there was a little track that I kind of you know really learned to evangelize and share my faith with. And one of the first questions on that track is, um, do you have any kind of spiritual belief? You know, and it's it's pretty much a closed end question, but um, you know it, it it's a great icebreaker. And so I just simply asked that question to this gentleman as he was on his way to the car, and he said. Um, well, it's kind of personal. And so I just went on to the next question that I asked, and that is to you, who is Jesus? And mm-hmm. he said, well, you know, I know Jesus. I mean, I'm a Christian. And all I left him with is I said, well, you know, we all have our personal relationship. Hopefully you have a personal relationship with the Lord, but that's not ours to keep. It's to give away. And that's all I did. I planted that seed. 
And I think, if anything, we need to be obedient as farmers just planting seeds. Sometimes the Lord blesses us with a watering can, but we need to just scatter the seeds, scatter the seeds wherever we go. And, you know, a couple months later, we had an, I had another opportunity. Is um, I was um, on the insurance to be able to drive one of our delivery trucks being an outside sales, and he got permission to borrow the truck to move uh, some furniture for his parents. Mm-hmm. So he went with me, or I went with him to drive the truck, and and the whole conversation turned to spirituality. But I didn't bring it up; he did. Wow. And you know, fast forward a little bit later, he left that company, went with me to another uh, job, another company, another employer, and um, he joined me in the prison ministry and actually uh, went on five events with me uh, oh, to wow. the prison. Wow, Jeff, that, wow. Now, see, those are the things that our listeners need to understand. I I need us to back up so we can come forward here a little bit because you used a few words that many of our listeners may not even be aware of. You talked about scattering the seed or spreading the seed and then just having faith that God will water it. You know, let's, let's give some feet to that because this is a great example of you doing that and then those seeds actually took root and the result was that you have someone who's now in ministry, you know, with you. So when you talk about scattering seeds, what are you specifically talking about? So people that may not be aware of uh, Christianese or <laughs> Christian language in sure. some ways, what does that look like? Well, you know, and it's, it's just really sharing the gospel in all aspects, mainly, you know, just again, it goes back to showing showing God's love for others, um, mm-hmm. loving people, you know, as as Jesus commanded, you know, love others as yourself as you love yourself. And so, you know, when those when those seeds are being scattered, like I said, you know, just getting people to open up about their about their faith or spirituality, it's not easy. Right. Um, but you know, just just planting those seeds, I'm um, getting getting them to the point to where they feel comfortable enough for you to maybe take them, you know, through some scriptures to to talk to to have them understand that you know we have. Um, all fallen short of the glory of God, and you know that we're all we're all sinners, and that we need a Savior. And so, to just plant those basic seeds right there for them to think about that, to understand. But again, um, first of all, you just have to love them because you have right. to build that trust where they are going to be able to open up, you know, with you. Absolutely, I love that last part that you just shared. You know, you you have to love on people, and anybody that knows me, they they know that's my heart. I I don't have to know yeah. you, but I can't care about you, <laughs> you know. And that's just my, that's really my mantra on a daily basis. If I'm able to interact with someone, just want to uh, show them that I care, uh, interact with them in a positive way, and what you're describing uh, really was impactful uh, to that young man, and now he's with you and. And doing some great things. I, I think that's amazing. Well, Jeff, let's pause here and let me ask you uh, if someone wanted to volunteer with Bill Glass Behind the Walls Prison Ministry or if they wanted more information um, or just to be connected, how, how would they do that? What is there a website? Is there a phone number? Can you give that to our listeners? Sure. Um, the, the website is simply billglass, G-L-A-S-S, dot org. BillGlass.org, 
Um, uh, Dr. Carthen, do I have time to just give a little bit of history for those listeners that don't know Bill Glass? Oh, absolutely. Well, we're actually, this is just a, a moment to pause and give them some information. Okay. You're gonna, we're going to have another segment that's totally uh, devoted oh, to that. So you have more time. But I wanted them to, in advance, make sure if they didn't have a pen or something to write with, you would say this, and then we'll say it again towards the end of the show. But... Just wanted them to, in advance, if they had a chance, take a look at uh, the actual website or the phone number. Excellent. So, well, let me let me ask you this then. So, we're talking about uh, faith in the workplace, and you have mentioned that you are very active, uh, not only with Chick Fil A but also uh, Bill Glass uh, Prison Ministry. Let me understand a little bit more about the prison ministry and it's my understanding you have like platform guests and different people that that come in tell me a little bit about that and how it's set up well while we have um 40 events across the country um scheduled for 2014 there are seven or eight events in the midwest that i direct and uh, but i want again i want our listeners to just get a little history um if they don't know who bill glass is um i've been a part of this ministry for the past 13 years but bill glass um um, he's a former Cleveland Brown, also played a little bit for the Detroit Lions, but he's known with the Browns. He was a member of the 1964 Cleveland Browns team that beat the Baltimore Colts to win the NFL World Championship. And championship isn't something we often hear in Cleveland. Right. And so, um, <laughs> Be but nice. It was, <laughs> but it was uh, two years prior to the first Super Bowl, and you know, Bill's a uh, four-time All-Pro, and um, just to give, again, a little the listener is a better understanding um, to the time frame that Bill played. His locker was next to Jim Brown, so that was a long time ago. Right. And then he uh, spent the off season of his pro football career attending Southwestern Seminary. And um, as his football career was kind of drawing to a close, uh, Bill delivered a testimony of faith um, on a television program that called Billy Graham Crusades. Mm. And Dr. Graham urged Bill. You know, to consider taking on a new career as a citywide evangelist. And so Bill Glass was known in the area for these citywide crusades. I still talk to people that got saved at a big crusade he had up in Mentor. And so before he did this, uh, did his first prison uh, event, um, uh, you know, this is what he was doing. And so the first event he had was in Marion, Ohio. And he took some of, I think there were some Browns players, just some former um, athletes, or um, I guess uh, current athletes that he played with, and he took them into Marion, and it was such a huge success as the inmates were just so receptive to what the gospel message that they were bringing in. So now today, the backbone of the Bill Glass uh, Champions for Life Ministries is the prison ministry called Behind the Walls. Mm-hmm. And so and started again in 1972, and Bill started taking in these platform guests that we call these athletes, these entertainers, as well as volunteer, what we refer to as teammates. And so we take those into the prisons, the jails, the juvenile facilities, um, all over the nation. But again, there's so many opportunities uh, in Ohio. I know um, your your listeners cover a a wide range, so if they go to that billglass.org and they click on up at the toolbar calendar, they can see all the events that are scheduled. But these athletes and entertainers and musicians that we bring in, they come in with a testimony of salvation. Um, they, um, they perform, you know, the talents that God has given them. Just to give you an 
ideas. Some of them we have. Um, former uh, NFL players like yourself, Dr. Carthan, we bring in um, basketball handlers, uh, tightrope walkers. We have Tino Walenda from the Flying Walenda, the famous uh, Barnum Bailey Circus family. He comes with us. Um, and we bring in motorcycles. We have wow. the Christian Motorcycles Association um, are, uh, make up a big part of our volunteer base, and so we ride the motorcycles right into the prison yard, sometimes right into the building of these facilities. I've even seen pictures in Texas where we've, uh, they've rode the motorcycles right into death row. Oh and so you know, these, are, these are some things that um, we feel like the prison ministry is doing, giving them a little bit a different taste of, uh, you know, and, and drawing them out. One of our um, platform guests is uh, Jack Murphy. He is known for the uh, largest jewelry heist in the nation's history. And now he's, uh, he's part of our prison ministry. And one of the things he says is our platform guests are like chum in the waters. If you go deep sea fishing, you want to draw the fish to the boat. Mm-hmm. And so we use our motorcycles. We use our athletes, our entertainers, to draw these men, these women, these juveniles out to our program. Wow. Jeff, that is amazing. And I can just hear the passion in your voice. (laughs) I'd love to. uh, I can't wait to be a part of that. Uh, I am certainly uh, looking forward to that. I think that, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to share uh, with someone, to give them hope, uh, especially when it deals with their faith, I think you need to maximize that moment. And Jeff, it sounds like you are operating in your sweet spot, not only with uh, Behind the Walls Prison Ministry, uh, but also just in everything that you're doing on a daily basis. You know, let me let me ask you, how how do you how do you balance that operating in your sweet spot? Because I can tell by the passion in your voice with uh, doing all these these other things that you're doing. I mean, do you do you feel like um, do you feel like you're operating in your calling by doing all three of these things and really helping people and, and encouraging people in their faith walk? Um, I do. I do. I, I think back to um, my calling, which happened in June of 2000, mm-hmm. and I took that as a calling to full-time ministry. And I you know, opened myself up to the Lord, and I said, you know, here I am. Take me. Use me any way you want me to. Now, if I was to flash forward, you know, think, you know, know that 14 years later, um, my full-time ministry was not only in, you know, involving the church as a as a local church, but a prison ministry as well as Chick-fil-A and the, the ministry opportunities that I have there. Um, I guess I never would have guessed that that that, that would be my full-time ministry. Mm. Um, but it does take a tremendous balance, and the key really is just a lot of prayer. Yes. Um, I have a lot of people praying for me, and I don't take that lightly. Um, you know, prayer is a huge part of our local church. It's a huge part of this ministry, and it's even a huge part of Chick-fil-A. Our owner-operator, you know, Dan Stanko, you know, will share with us that you know, one of the first things he does is he prays for all of the directors like myself, the, the leaders, the managers, right? You know, all of the employees, you know, knowing that, um, you know, we have an opportunity you know, in the workplace to share our faith. Excellent. So, so that is a huge that is a huge part. And you know, it's again, I know sometimes it sounds canned. We hear a lot of, you know, we might hear a lot of athletes say this when they're interviewed after winning the Super Bowl. You know, I give all the glory to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But that is the truth. I could not 
do this. I could not balance these three things, plus taking care of a large family, you mm-hmm. know, without the Lord's help in the matter. Amen. Well, Jeff, thank you so much. And this is this has truly been a blessing to have you on the show. One last, you know, one last question before we wrap up here. Did we miss anything? Is there anything that you want to quickly add, you know, to our listeners uh, here today? Yeah, I just I just wanted to explain maybe just a little bit more. When, when they go to the website, they're going to see that there's two types of events um, with the Bill Glass um, Behind the Walls Prison Ministry that we do. One of them is called a Weekend of Champions. It's a two-day event, usually on a Friday and Saturday, and we reach over 10,000 inmates on one of these events. Um, and we have one coming up uh, in Ohio in Dayton in July. You'll see that on the calendar. Um, it's July 17th through the 19th. Now, that sounds like a three-day event, but the 17th is a Thursday night. We get there. We have worship service prepare ourselves, you meet your coordinator and kind of get your marching orders for Friday and Saturday. And then the other event is a day of champions, and these are more prevalent in Ohio. We try to do just one big event because of the cost, um, and then we do um, one smaller event. It's a day of champions, and that's just Saturday only, and we have about six of those going on in Ohio and the surrounding states that you'll see on the schedule. But again, I know your listeners from all over the country so you'll see this WOC, which is Weekend of Champions, and this DOC. And you can just go to BillGlass.org um, to volunteer, to sign up, or to get more information. And um, I would be happy to throw my phone number out there, too, if anybody even wants to call me uh, for some more information. Um, my number is 330-603-6544. Again, 330-603-6544. And, again, that's BillGlass.org. There's also a phone number to our Dallas headquarters, our offices down in Dallas, Texas, that if you have any questions, somebody there would be happy to uh, take your call. Excellent, Jeff. That is great information. That is great content. And, you know, I just want to close uh, with our listeners just to remind everybody that, you know, this is – this is something that we actually do to equip, you know, people to equip leaders uh, in their respective areas of influence. And, you know, with that being said, I also want to remind everybody that, you know, if you go to my website at jasoncarthen.com, you can actually sign up for a free weekly resource called the Monday Morning Leadership Minute that will provide valuable content to you and also link you to personal development resources and it's really something that is a value add if you want something that will add value to you immediately you certainly want the monday morning leadership minute so definitely make sure you're intentional uh stay connected with us we have a lot of uh great guests that are going to be coming on the show and remember one of the things that we always tell you is that we want you to live your destiny on purpose Take care, everybody. Thank you for being a part. The leader in you with international leadership and business expert, Dr. Jason Carson. Dr. Jason wants to connect with you right now. Check out our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Be sure to join us again next week to discover the leader in you.